She was a real it girl before her untimely death in 2019 in a two-part HBO Max documentary of what happened to Brittany Murphy. Not necessarily worth watching, unfortunately. This is Craig Shop with the Ohioan Podcast Network, and we are going streaming. So the two-part series, both episodes right around the 55-minute mark or so, tries to paint this picture of Brittany, Mur Brittany Murphy's very much untimely death when she was 32 years old in 2009. Um, obviously, it, it relies a lot on, on people that she's worked with, like, uh, you know, Taryn Manning, for instance, Sean Levy, Amy Heckerling, who directed her in her breakout role in Clueless. We get a lot of those, um, you know, interviews, but then we also splice with some fictionalized character actor work on uh, scenes of things that may have happened in there. We get splicing of the 911 call of her mother that her mother made. Um, but unfortunately for me, I don't know that this this is a documentary worth the amount of time that was invested. So we're talking about an hour and 53 minutes worth of an episode of two of a two-part series. I think you probably could have done something on this maybe in one episode of 50 minute, you know, an hour long kind of episode. I think it kind of overstays its welcome at times while trying to paint a picture of what her last, you know, several years as an actress were like and we I certainly can understand you know, some of the issues that she had faced and maybe it did also in some ways kind of, uh, you know, paint a better picture of what she was like um, as she was, uh, you know, in her last few years, because she really was after Clueless, a lot of people were very excited about her career moving forward. And obviously she would go on to to star in, in several rom-coms and some dramas like Eight Mile. She was in Just Married, Girl Interrupted. Um, so it looked like she really did have a future as a, maybe not an A-list star, but maybe one of those actresses that might have been able to generate several Oscar nominations at times because she did have the acting chops, I think, and she had a, a really unique screen presence. And I'm glad that, you know, her her life is is being celebrated and I'm glad that her you know tragedy is not being forgotten. But I just don't know that this uh you know, what happened to Brittany Murphy documentary really unearths anything different than what we already probably knew. It's it's since it's been 2019, you know, or 2009, it's been, a, you know, more than a decade now since she's, you know, her death. I, I do remember her death and I remember it was very tragic, you know, very tragic. And I know that there were some people that, you know, were uncertain of the circumstances around her death. Um, but a lot of people pointed the blame at her uh, then husband, Simon Monjack, who was uh, sort of a failed screenwriter and director from uh, uh, England, uh, who apparently was uh, part of Britney's uh, sort of breakdown, both as an actress where she was becoming unworkable, you know, she, where no one wanted to work with her and also maybe some drug use as well. Um, and Monjack, uh, you know, from what we were told, you know, from the coroner report and things like that, that Murphy essentially died from uh, pneumonia. She was anemic at the time of her death. And a lot of those things just kind of contributed to her death. No overdose really was was slate, you know, put involved in this. Um, it was mostly that she was just sort of living unhealthy at the time and not getting 
proper treatment for pneumonia or for anemia that probably could have saved her life and allowed her to be alive to this day. Um, you know, it's always going to, she's, I think she's always going to be one of those actresses that you say, what if, because she did have the talent. And I think she had this, uh, this really magnetic screen presence that she could have starred in a lot of these movies that, you know, carry a, a drama, you know, with, with female leads. And unfortunately at the time, when she was working in Hollywood, if you weren't doing the rom-coms and things like that, there weren't really a lot of roles for women out there for dramatic performances that were carried by female leads. And that's just very unfortunate because I think Murphy could have been in those, you know, uh, in that category with some of those other actresses, you know, and one of those people that I think of like is Brie Larson in Room, you know, an Oscar nominated or an Oscar winning performance. And I think that, you know, those are the kinds of roles that Murphy really could have also knocked out of the park as well, because I think she did have the skill to, to dramatically perform. She could do the rom-coms because she was a, a, a great looking girl and she had the, the personality, the bubbly personality when needed on screen. And she, she was an infectious personality, whether she was a dramatic actor or a comedy actor on screen. Uh, I think the the one movie that I remember her from last, the last time I really remember her starring in a movie and, and really delivering the goods was probably Sin City. And that was about four years or so or five years before her death. Um, after that, that's kind of when the wheels started falling off. And 2006 is kind of when she met Simon Monjack. And, and unfortunately, some of the wheels kind of fell off. Now, unfortunately, this documentary was unable to really explore Monjack because he died and he died about six months or so or five months or so after Murphy died. And it was sort of a similar circumstances where he was just unhealthy and didn't go to the doctor and didn't, you know, make sure he got himself right. And, and unfortunately, he died as well. And it just seems like it's so tragic that two people died when they could have easily sought medical attention and been fine and healthy probably to this day. Um, but for me, the, the, the documentary, I think, falls a little flat. I don't know that the story really gen garners that kind of attention of hour and 53 minutes. It probably could have been a one single episode, maybe hour, hour and 10 minutes at the most. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, I think, you know, if you're a fan of Brittany Murphy or you want to at least kind of relive some of the nostalgia, it might be for you. Although there were also times where I thought the documentary uh, was sort of uh, in poor taste at times where they would have uh, questions prompted about what happened to her or, you know, was she destined to die young kind of stuff. And then you'd have, uh, you know, quick cuts back to old performances where it would say, you know, it would kind of confirm that kind of stuff. And it really it really seemed like it was in, in poor taste to try to utilize some of her film filmography clips to tell the story or, or to confirm your story or to further the story. I just don't know that it made sense. It didn't showcase her ability and showcase what she did for her short career more so than it did maybe take advantage of it in some capacity. So unfortunately for me, I can't really recommend what happened to Brittany Murphy here on HBO Max. I am giving it two stars out of four. Um, maybe it's worth a watch. It's, it's a quick, it's a quick watch. It's a one night kind of thing. But at the same time for me, just didn't work out the way I was hoping it would because I was interested in this documentary, um, but just kind of fell a little flat. But at any rate, two stars out of four for me for what happened to Brittany Murphy. You can catch that right now, streaming on HBO Max. This is Craig Shop, and you have gone straight.